It is another exciting day tomorrow afternoon on the Space Coast. All eyes going to be looking at the Artemis rocket again come about 2.17 in the afternoon Eastern time when we are hoping for a launch this time around. Of course, uh, the world was watching on Monday as well when the launch was scrubbed, uh, but Pretty common thing, nothing to worry about. And here to talk more about this uh, is an astronaut with NASA. Her name is Zena Cardman. Zena, thank you so much for being with us this morning. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Yeah, so we are all geared, gearing up for Saturday, uh, tomorrow. What Can you kind of just tell us a little bit, give us a sense of why the scrub happened on Monday and what the teams have been doing between Monday and now to get ready for tomorrow? Yeah, we had a couple of things happen uh, that led to the scrub of our first attempt. Of course, as you mentioned, scrubs and slips are a really common and normal part of spaceflight launching rockets. Uh, a couple of issues, we had some weather delays. That's normal for launching a vehicle from Florida, of course. We had a hydrogen leak that's been resolved. Um, and then I think the biggest unknown was this engine bleed issue where one of the four engines of the core stage of the SLS rocket wasn't getting down to a cold enough temperature. It was out of family with the other three. Uh, and so to resolve that, we've accepted some risk. We have a better idea of what was going on. We're going to try that engine bleed process earlier in the countdown. And so we'll see what happens. Of course, we may run into other things that were unexpected. We might have weather issues. We'll see what happens. But we're all really excited for this next attempt. And there will be future attempts after that if we need them. Awesome. Yeah, I think I heard this morning in the briefing they said about the weather was about a 60 to 80 percent go for the launch forecast. Uh, so that's some pretty promising, hopefully said, especially toward the end of the window. So we'll be watching. Uh, so the mission itself, well, we've heard now we're going to the moon where this is a, an historic mission. But some people might say, you know, we've been to the moon. Why is this so historic? Obviously, we're literally going beyond the moon this time. Tell us just kind of the crux of why this is so cool. Absolutely. I mean, there are many things that make this a really important and pivotal mission. We're getting ready to go to the moon, but we're also getting ready to go beyond the moon. That is NASA's long-term goal, is getting people further and further afield to a place like Mars. And we've gotten pretty good at low Earth orbit. We have been continuously occupying the International Space Station for more than 20 years now. The moon is difficult, though, and we haven't been there in about half a century. It's really hard to work and operate on the moon. Now we want to go and figure out how to stay there for longer and longer durations. We're also going to a different part of the moon than we've been to before. The South Pole is difficult to land on. It's really interesting operationally and scientifically. It's going to get us some great information about how the moon and therefore the Earth were made and evolved through time. It's going to enable us to get resources like frozen water ice that's uh, important for getting hydrogen for rockets, oxygen for astronauts, uh, and that will prepare us to go further and further to places like Mars. And then, of course, this time we're bringing international partners with us as part of the Artemis missions. And, of course, finally, the astronaut corps just looks different than it did in the 1960s. It's a really diverse set of people who I think represent our country and represent the world. That's awesome. What are you personally most looking forward to? What are you going to be watching tomorrow as we're all glued to our screens? What's what's most exciting to you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, just what this launch means for the future of the Artemis missions is, of course, going to be on all of our minds. But 
I'm also super excited to see some solid boosters. I've never seen a launch with solids before. It's going to feel different and look different. This is just an incredible rocket, and it's going to be a really special launch when it happens. All right, and so tell me a little bit about the feeling just on the Space Coast. Were there a lot of people, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people uh, gathering in the area around the Kennedy Space Center to watch this. Was there disappointment, and how are the crowds still there? Did they stay in Florida all week, the folks that came? What's the feeling like? And if folks can't be there to watch in person, what should we expect as far as the camera views we're going to get? Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, it just makes me so happy to see how excited everyone is for this launch. There were so many people here for the first attempt, and there are tons of people back for this next attempt. I mean, the roads were backed up for hours, which is like just so cool that people are that into it. And of course, if you can't be here in person, you can watch it online. Just go to NASA.gov. You can watch on NASA TV. There are also opportunities to watch this launch in VR or via social media. So definitely be tuned in. In VR, wow, that is uh, that's really cool. I would love to see that. So, if if by chance uh, it gets scrubbed again on Saturday, obviously no one's hoping for that. What would be the next opportunity uh, as far as the next launch window? It depends on the reason why we scrubbed. If it's just whether we can turn it around pretty quickly, the next attempt would be on Monday. Um, of course, if we run into something unexpected on the technical side, we'll have to talk about what it means to fix that and how to move forward. Uh, we might be able to do that quickly, or we might need to take a deeper dive into what's going on, maybe replace or repair some piece. So it really just depends. Okay, gotcha. All right, well, we are all looking forward uh, to the Artemis mission to the moon. And this is not, it's, it's just so viewers are clear, it's a slingshot basically around the moon, right? This is not the actual landing. This rocket will not be landing on the moon, but it's going to send the Orion capsule to the moon. It's going to orbit the moon and then come back to Earth, sort of like what Apollo 8 did, but without the astronauts. And then the next mission, Artemis 2, will have four astronauts on board doing a similar trajectory, going around the moon, coming back home. Artemis 3 will then land astronauts on the moon. Zena Cardman, NASA astronaut, we know we'll all be watching along with you again. 2.17 p.m. Eastern Time is when the window opens tomorrow. Wishing all you guys good luck over there at Kennedy Space Center. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure.